0: Welcome to the SDG Talks Podcast, where we discuss all things around the Sustainable Development Goals and the Roadmap to 2030.
1: We are your co-hosts, James and Kevin, here to take you along the SDG ride. We hope you enjoy today's SDG Talks Podcast. My vision here is not where Lowndes County used to be. It's where Lowndes County is going. Don't forget your history. I never forgot what I was told. I never forgot raised on a sharecropper farm. I didn't forget that. And I talk about that in every interview that I do, because that history keeps you motivated to want to make your community, make your kind of better than where it used to be.
0: SDG community, welcome back. This is the first episode of a mini series focused on the United States Unleashed Hacks going on June 5th and June 12th. Today, we're gonna hear from Perman Hardy from Lowndes County. Perman is a leader an inspiration and all around just an amazing person who's gonna give some context about what it's like in Lowndes County, how to actually get stuff done in Lowndes County. And she's been on the grassroots dealing with the challenges of access to safe water and sanitation. We're gonna hear a little bit about the challenges around the topography and the soil and what you gotta do to get stuff done herman is a great voice and leader within the community you're going to learn a lot and develop a lot of empathy for this particular community i hope everyone in the unleashed community uses this as a source of inspiration on how to design think and develop new solutions for this community i know you're all going to enjoy listening to this as much as i enjoy creating and take care Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the SDG Talks podcast. Really excited to be here today with Perman Hardy. Perman, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing okay. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. Got the lights on, got my dog here, and overall life life is good, and I can't complain. Very grateful to be alive, and really excited it? to be talking with you today.
1: Thank you. Excited to talk with you, too.
0: So for those of us that don't know who is Perman Hardy, and as well as Lowndes County. I'd love for you to, to paint a picture, a little bit of background about yourself and about the community that you love so dearly.
1: Well, I'm Carmen Hardy. I grew up in Lowndes County on a shell copper farm, and I lived here all of my life. So I saw the good, the bad, and the ugly of Lowndes County. And I took it upon myself over thirties more years ago to get involved and the outreach of people that live here that may not have a voice to I speak some of the things that Lowndes County really need. And I always have been a compassionate person all of my life. I just have this way about me uh, reaching people. And I thank God for that because I know that gift comes from him. And people in Lowndes County, they know when Perman Hardy gets involved in something, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be voting right, community involvement, the better livelihood of Lowndes County, they know Perman Hardy is on a mission. So here growing up in Lounge, we have a lot of things to be grateful for. We also have a lot of things that we need to be looking forward toward. And Lounge County, it's predominant as a black county. It's mostly, I'd say 70%, maybe a little bit under, maybe a little bit more of African-American black people. And most people grow up here all poor, some are well off better than it was 30 or 40 years ago, including myself, because I don't live on the cotton field anymore. So I can put myself in that category, but I still have a small farm that I do because it's in me to grow a farm. So pretty much well, I'm there. I'm there until I can't do it anymore. Hopefully God not ready for me to not say, you're not gonna do it anymore. Hmm. So Lounge County is a, sort of sort of like a community where once you bring information to the people, you have to bring it in a way to their understanding. You can't bring it like I say, high perfected words. You got to break it down to their understanding, their level. And that's where I fit in real good. It's not that I know all of this and all of that. It's the way I communicate. And people listen. I have, a, I guess I have a way of just people just listening to what I got to say. Well, I talk a lot, too, enough. And hopefully that. When I'm going on that maybe someone or somebody in the community will carry this work that I'm doing. Well, I see a little bit in one of my grandchildren, the 16 year old. He's having a compassion for people and he likes to talk and everybody just love him and he likes to give, he likes to help. So I can see in my inner circle, my work is not in vain. So Lowndes County, been dealing with the wastewater situation for a long, long time. But over the past three years or better, the Alabama Department of Public Health, they came and found Perman Hardy. I didn't know what was happening at that time, but I thank God, I thank God that he had those people that find Perman Hardy to come up with a solution to some of the wastewater problem that we have here in this county, in this community, and which has been a long time, especially in the unincorporated area where I live. See, I have a failing system and I've had it over 29, or 28 years. So I was firsthand on having problems. Every two years, I have to take my grandkids Christmas and use it to pump my system out in order to have uh, the wastewater being, going out to where it needs to go for not being bagged up in the home. And I know that's a health hazard, but I had to make a choice between my grandkid Christmas and a healthy and human service environment where I have a better life of living. So that choice was not hard. I chose to take their Christmas and use it to pump my system out so we can have a better, better environment in my home. So it's just that I'm not the only one. In some situations, it's worse off than mine. But what I do know is a lot of people need the help in this wastewater. You've been hearing programs, you've been hearing talks about people talking about the bad situation in lounge County, because I've been a part of it with other organizations, but not the one that I'm involved in. Now, all this other talk or just talk, no solution. But now we have a solution. And I thank God every day for the Alabama Department of Public Health, Dr. Scott Harris, Sherry Bradley, and all of those people that's playing a part in this. And right now, the first system is being installed. And I have the privilege To look on the outside of where over 35 to 40 loads of dirt that was delivered where the system going to be set up, where I live. And it's five homes and where I live going to be on that system as of right now. So I know hard work do pay off, but you have to connect with the right people that's willing to help. Mm -hmm. We can do a lot of noise, a lot of this. But if you don't have any anybody that's really taking it to the heart to deliver to Lowndes County, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work anything. So I feel like right now, don't get me wrong. I got weary. I got stressed, but I never gave up. I never gave up. And right now I am so proud. I am so happy. And some of the people in Lowndes County, are really excited. They know this is happening now. Mm-hmm. It's not a whole lot of noise, a whole lot of spotlight on all of this stuff, but it's some help. It's on the way. And For I'm listening to know I, that.
0: I love what you said about how you're grateful, but there's challenges that exist Uh, while you're happy we cannot be complacent and there's a range of different things that have happened in the past that have caused some of the challenges that are where we are today and one of the main priorities for what we're talking about today is we want to raise awareness on the context and the challenges that exist in Lowndes County and provide some inspiration to a lot of the, the youth in Lowndes County and the youth around the country to have a lot of bright minds and unique solutions that can disrupt some of the ways in, in, in the status quo and the way that water and wastewater and a variety of other issues have been dealt with. So I'd love if you could paint a little bit more picture on, on the challenge on the problem i know and doing some research there's a lot that goes into the topography the soil and just some aspects of of just the cost of some of this sanitation but from your perspective why is there a sanitation challenge and what are some issues and factors that go into why this is a challenge in the first place
1: well my perspective only is the lack of knowledge about how important it is to have disposable wastewater solution. And here in this county where I live, resources and financial hardship plays a big part in this, that I do know. And a lot of people, they don't realize how when you live out in a rural, part of where, like I said, where I live, the first thing you think about, what is a safety system? And what it's for, you know, the education part about, some people know, some people don't know the importance of it, but it's also to be a health hazard too. So once you get people involved and get them, let them know what it's all about. And the first thing people will approach you with, well, I can't afford that. I understand I understand. I've been there. I know this. That's why I take it to the heart when I had to make a choice between my grandkid Christmas and pumping my septic system. And that choice wasn't hard because I know myself, if that, if I hadn't did that, back up when I came into the home, that wouldn't have made, and all of us had a respiratory problem. Asthma, bronchitis, you, you name it, we got it. So I, my choice was not hard, but I also had a choice. What am I going to do for my grandkid Christmas? So what I have been involved, so like I said, permanent heart attack, a lot of things in Lounge. I put on this Christmas drive every year. I've been doing it now for 15 years. I reach out to people that can give back to the the children of Lowndes County, my community. I just don't look at my community. I push it out there as a whole. So make sure all the children that don't have a Christmas, don't have somebody to speak on their behalf to make sure they have a smile when Christmas time comes. So I reach out. So by me being connected to the people that I connect, they come through for me. And we just had a pandemic, still in the pandemic, but Perman Hardy still made Christmas in the colorina Rudolph.
0: You see me you got my shirt on. I, I love it. And and Perlman, yeah. I think you did so a, did a I, I like that connection of maybe most people want not think about it, but sanitation and Christmas, where you were saying it wasn't even a choice for you because you just did it because if you didn't do that, all of a sudden the, the Christmas spirit would have the Grinch would have been on the inside in terms of being a respiratory issue. And, and yes. the, the fact that you even have to make that decision is very unfortunate, and I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. But you being a leader in your household and the community is extremely commendable, and I appreciate some of the context on the septic system. But for those of us that within the community that don't have a septic system because it's so expensive, what is being done? instead of the septic system to deal with the sanitation issues within the area and how does that impact the community
1: well right now most people you might have heard of the word straight pipe
0: what is a straight pipe
1: okay a straight pipe is where if you own your own property you can hook the pipelines directly from your toilet outlet and let it float out in the woods and some people have it flowing not far from the home in the backyard, if I could use it like that. But that's a health hazard. But if you don't do it that way, and a lot of people can't afford the system, and a lot of systems do backs up and have problems. I understand that. Like I said, I was one of the ones that had one that had problems for a year. And straight piping is where it just goes straight, it flows more freely in the woods. Then it will through the system because the system is failing. But we know that doesn't have to happen. I don't know where anybody has have, have had the point where they had to choose between feeding their family and affording the system. I think the choice was feeding their family and just running the straight pipe. But now, now we have a program that it's going to be affordable that anybody who wants to get on this system can apply through the Alabama Department of Public Health. Uh, the information is on the website.
0: So what what is the program that you speak of? LCUWP?
1: On, yes, that's it. That's L-Low- it.
0: Lowndes County Unincorporated Wastewater Project. So, yes. what is that? How did that come to life?
1: Well, that comes like people that live, I call it. The forgotten side of lounge
0: county maybe that don't make no sense yeah what did, yeah I paint a picture this of that is
1: what, this is what I this is how I interpret it in my own words those are the people that I feel like voice never get heard of the need that in their community in their county so that might makes it make a whole lot of sense to me because lounge county is a pretty Large size county, and by me traveling over some part of these county where some people live out in the rural area, it is hard to get resources and the needs of the people in those areas. So that's when we came up with the project. How to serve the people best is the people that in the unincorporated area that will qualify for this program because everybody don't get a chance to live on the city. And the uh, township water system, like myself, I don't. And a lot of more other people don't. So those are the people, and we need a lot of help there. There's a lot of people that live in the rural part of Lowndes County. I wouldn't have it no other way. I love my rural part of my community. I love it. I love Lowndes County. That's why I speak so vocally about Lowndes County. And I tell people, we got challenged just like any other Blackville County, but you have to keep on trying to find solution. And what this program that's going on now, we tries to find resources, anybody that wanna contribute to it or help the cause of it, we are out there. Well, I do the groundwork. I work diligently on going to people let the people know what's out there. If you willing, if you want this service, how to do and what to do. And some people may have a challenge. Well, I don't know how to fill the application out. I said, well, just give me a little time. I will call you back, or either I will take the drive to your house and help you with the application process. I take my time and do that because I've been doing it not just only this project. Especially when voting time comes, I do it on a regular basis because I'm going to get your registration. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But anyway, it is just what Lounge County can be. That's my vision. And the youth of this county, we have some of the talented, the most prestigious youth in this community that's real, real knowledgeable. We have, it's so much there, it's so much here. But we have to invest in
0: it. I wanna I wanna dive into two key points that we just talked about is one working with the city officials in the health department. I think it's oftentimes easy to point the fingers and say, you know, why are you not doing this? It is your failure, it's your problem, your fault, blah, blah, blah. Point the finger. Talk to me about why it's important to to make a friend as opposed to an enemy in regards to working with city officials and city health officials? I mean, how, how have you approached that and why is that important?
1: One thing as I learned over the years, a lot of people in this community, in this uh, district have asked me, why won't you run for a public office? Because you will make a great public official. I say, well, let me tell you why. This is my why. I feel I can serve people better. The way that I approach the situation, I go and talk to people when I see things or know things that's going on in this community, in this county, I bring it directly to the people that needs it the most. And I don't know whether all politician does that. I don't know. I can't say how they think or what they do. But my thing of it, if the Lowndes County brings in resources for, I say, waste give it to, put it where the need is. Okay, the need, put it, I don't know how they, the politician does it, but my point is, take it, the people are the one that puts you in authority. Serve the people. If you can't serve the people, you don't need to be in authority. Now, myself, that's why I chose to do what I do. I can serve the people better of what I'm doing and the way I do it.
0: Yep. I agree with that. I mean, sometimes I I live by the phrase relying on the government is a strategy for failure. I, sometimes it's a little frustrating and maddening, but it is important to realize what are the federal, state, local structures in place. And it's, it's definitely easier to work with them in conjunction. And as you'd said, they, they've reached out to you. You've been such a strong leader in the community. And you're able to communicate with locals in a certain context that isn't like a, you must do this. It's a, hey, let's do this together because it's benefiting everyone. And I think that's just a really important thing for everyone to understand of, you need to speak to the local community in their language, not just English, but I'm saying in in the tone, the context, the the way you approach. So I, I want to hear from you about, you just talked about the youth of your community, but for the youth within the Unleash community, particularly within the Unleash United States hack, focused on this, this Alabama black belt geography, what should they be thinking and how should they approach Innovation, you know, obviously innovation is sort of a broad term, but how should the youth approach trying to help? I think that's what you talk about being of service. How should the youth from outside Lowndes County look to try and serve those in Lowndes County?
1: Well, what we came up with once this project get into the working state, we want to set it up that we could have the youth get involved in learning some of the process with the soil and, and um, the technology and all this what takes and what's going on in the wastewater project? we have already put that motion in play with the Miles County Public Board of Education School System. So that will probably start in the schools a year coming up to the next year. And my thing of it, I think if we could educate the youth on how important it is that with the wastewater uh, project here in Loudon, the wastewater uh, solution here, that will probably motivate more young people to get involved in their community because the youth are the future. And the more they know, because a mine, is a terrible thing to waste So the more they know about it, maybe the more interesting they will get involved in learning, learning the process. Because like I said, right now, just the little small things that's taking place. My 10 year old is getting very interested. My little seven year old niece is what, why is all this dirt? What is for? So we got a program set up for everybody, the younger kids, the middle-aged kids and the older kids in high school. So all that is in the work through this project and this program that's going on. And I don't want to forget to thank Congresswoman Terri Sewell, the part she played in this project, our ex-Senator Doug Jones played a part. All those people helped with this to bring this to Lowndes County. And I thank them to the hobby of thinking enough to make sure that some of this stuff and some of this resource get flowed down to the rural part of the Black Belt and Lowndes County.
0: Well said, Perman. and I, that's, that's a lot of the the framework that we need for this to trickle down and benefit the rural community of Lowndes County. And you've, you've kind of spoken to this throughout our, throughout our chat so far. And maybe staying away from public office, even though I think you, I would also be in the court if standing there with a, a Perman Hardy sign uh, supporting. <laughs> what is your vision for Lowndes County? Like when you think of Lowndes County in 5, 10, 50, 100 years, what will Lowndes County be? And what's your vision for Lowndes County?
1: My vision for Lowndes County, I can speak on the path. I always say it this I see. Um, a county where it used to be seg- well, segregation is the heart civil right movement here. I came from a family of slave owners too. So my vision here is not where Lowndes County used to be, is where Lowndes County is going. Don't forget your history. I never forgot what I was told. I never forgot raised on a sharecropper farm. I didn't forget that. And I talk about that in every interview that I do because that history keeps you motivated to want to make your community, make your kind of better than where it used to be. So I see Lowndes County as being one of the, the county where came from segregation to one of the most flourished, county where you can raise a family, black or white. And I'm not a racist person. I get along with everybody. So if you can't get along with Herman Hardy, you have uh, some soul searching to do. So my thing is and I raised my grandkids to respect all the people. Judge a person by their character, not about their skin color. And it's not where you've been, it's where Lowndes County is going. And I see in my future that where we have been through, we are going to a better place. And I see it already in the process. And I thank God that he allowed me to see this. You just don't know how long I've been working on a solution for sanitation in an unincorporated area in Lowndes County. So God have allowed me to see this project going forward. And I thank him for that.
0: Perman, I appreciate that context. And it's a lot to where this, this work is not for the faint of heart. And it also doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's something that is so important for everyone to realize that real change, substantial, tangible change, takes time, blood, yes. sweat, yes. tears, effort. and it. But it does take leadership. and It takes a vision. And frankly, I think I see that in you and I'm so grateful for you as well, just to be able to have this conversation and listen and learn. And I'm so excited to see how some of the unleashed talent can take your work, your passion, your recent history and vision forward and, and apply it to that vision that you see for Lowndes County. And I'd love kind of maybe one final comment from you of speaking to the Unleash Youth community, what is a challenge you would give to them? Or a question that you offer to these aspiring, very smart, talented youth, bright minds. What is one final thing you would would say to them?
1: Well, what I would say is, first of all, you have to keep God first and stay focused because there's so many things out there can distract young people. It just waiting just in the wings. And once you let your guard down, sometimes it's catch you when you're on to your unknown. But young people with that sharp mind, stay focused. Stay focused on what your vision is for your life, your family, your kid, your grandkid, that's gonna keep you on that path. But that path, like I said, When you grow up, don't ever forget where you came from. Don't ever forget your community. Don't ever forget your county. Go out, do your thing, but look back and pick Lounge County along with you.
0: And that's the final mic drop Perman. thank you so much I really enjoyed talking to you today and I'm really excited to see what happens in this whole Unleash hack and I look forward to staying in touch and seeing the amazing work that that you'll continue to do within Lowndes County and I look forward to being a part of it as well
1: thank you thank you so much
0: thanks Perman. thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash and United Nations community.
1: The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content. So if you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.